welcome to the unofficial sportsbook podcast i'm dennis and i'm joined by my fellow host adam how, how you, you doing, doing everybody we are recording the inaugural episode of this podcast where we will be giving you our sports picks for the upcoming weekend slate that also includes thursday night games which um one of my picks actually uh, was supposed to be already going off today and has not yet. So we are sitting pretty. Let's go Central Florida first half if the game ever plays today. <laughs> so anyway, this is going to be a podcast where we make our sports picks and that's it because that's why you're here is to listen to us pick games so you can be a degenerate and follow fellow degenerates. Yeah, hopefully we'll have more information next podcast. I just did a quick rundown of picks. Yeah, we have the, uh, this is week one of college football. We had week zero last week, which uh, was really just the oh tease. Uh, Joe Milton just overthrew his receiver by about 12 feet. <laughs> he got to the end zone. His receiver did not. Yeah, so I, uh, week zero was uh, not good to me. I will just leave it at that. But I am a, I am a football specialist, mostly when it comes, mostly NFL, but uh, I can get hot in college um and, yeah i had i did great i don't know what you're talking about i bet two games that i liked uh illinois that was an obvious upset pick over nebraska and the under which uh, wasn't obvious thanks, to th- us all evidently. thank goodness for the two missed extra points that saved me i bet the under yeah i yeah. know you should, then, always, you should always bet the over but until i mean that didn't make any sense to bet on that game neither team can score that well and illinois only made it interesting because they had a demon to touchdown so um, the other game I got was Texas El Paso beat the crap out of the jabronis they were playing, so that was kind of fun to win on that one. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, but it was I I I think I went one and three, and I I kind of I I'm that was my uh, preseason. We're not counting that week, um, but I do keep track of all my picks on the app, the Action Network app. Um, you can follow me on there under. The I'm just actually listed as unofficial sports book. So head on over to the action network and follow me there. I think Adam has trying to get him to log his picks there as well. Um, but uh, right now on my unofficial sports book, um, I did not log all those games that I lost last week, but overall right now I am six and one on log bets. So those are kind of where I put my locks and I'm going to just be giving you locks. I will try to give you a kind of an idea of my confidence level on each of these picks. But Adam, I think unless you've got anything that you wanted to say before we get into the picks, did, um, I no, think I'll have some, to... I'll have some blurbs on them. Um, there's one thing that <laughs> I can't see how long we've been recording. Okay. Well, I can. Okay. We are, <laughs> we're about four minutes in. All right, keep it in. Keep this in. This is a great discussion. <laughs> great, great <laughs> content. Um, but I think it makes most sense because the game's about ready to kick off any moment. Um, so people don't think we're frauds, which I did log this pick, my UCF pick um, against Boise State. This game is being played at UCF, correct? Yeah, that's why there's a weather delay. I don't know oh. what would be happening in Boise. Um, um, a dust storm. <laughs> I, know. I, I have uh, UCF first half minus two and a half. 
against the spread, there's something like 18, four and two. I don't know if I'm exactly right that, but over the last couple of seasons, they're amazing covering against the spread in the first half. So I was like, okay, first week, first half. Yeah. I wasn't, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the spread on this game. Um, I am, I love the UCF money line um, and, and apps that let you do it. I love that with the over both these teams returned over 50% of their starters from last year. And uh, they averaged so Boise state last year, averaged 33 points a game and UCF averages 42. Um, the over under, I believe was 68 and a half when I bet no, it. it was, it was high. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but the average last year over 75 points and they both get, gave up a lot of points. So I, I, I love UCF money line with the over. I did take them each separate. I, did not parlay them, but I threw a unit down on each of those. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know where which game you're starting off, but my first game is also uh, the guy that I want or that I bet on to win high, the Heisman this year plays for that team. So we're going to start off talking about Sam Howell. Um, he well, was Dylan Gabriel. No, Dylan Gabriel. Is he Central Florida? Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't believe that. I, I knew that. Um, it, yeah. So he, he, he's a dark horse of mine to win the Heisman. Not, so your player, I assume, plays for UCF. No, North Carolina. Oh. The next game on my oh, sheet. Is oh, North I Carolina. Think, so, yeah, just, yeah, Dylan Gabriel, just to say, he, he threw 32 touchdowns last year on four interceptions. Both. Yeah, I don't have it up right now, but on DraftKings, I think I have Sam Howell like 12 to one or 25 to one. Probably not 12 to five. Probably more like twelve to one, not twenty-five to one. But he was a uh, he got some Heisman love last year preseason. But their the North Carolina running backs just dominated the game. Yeah. And uh, set so this year, I mean, uh, Javante Williams and uh, Michael Carter are both in the NFL. They're sneaky um, <laughs> fantasy picks. So, anyways, his backfield is in the NFL. So they should be more pass happy. This should be Sam's year. And in the ACC, I think he's going to be slinging it all over the field. They're going to rub the score and uh, make some noise. So with that said, my pick is North Carolina minus six and the over versus Virginia tech. I just think that they have to, they got to show off Sam Howell, make a statement win against a solid team. The defense like the betting the over against Virginia tech always is tough because they're known for special teams of defense. So that kind of brings the score down a little bit, yeah. but some fluky stuff happens and on a punt return. I think the over is going to hit North Carolina is going to score 40. Um, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, my I don't have a, I didn't pick a game that involved my Heisman pick, but I I do have I've got strong feelings about JT Barrett, the Georgia quarterback. He actually had a hell of a year when he stepped uh, uh, in. His name's JT Daniels. I said JT Barrett. JT Daniels. <laughs> JT Daniels. I got him at twelve to one actually earlier this week. Uh, love it. Um, he he's got all three of his targets back, and he. Um, basically three for 400 yards the whole second half of the season. Like he just, all right. So do you want to, you want to pick the Georgia Clemson game now? I didn't, I didn't take that game. Do you have a pick on that game? Yeah. Georgia plus three. Okay. I I don't believe in, I don't believe in DJ, DJ Ujulele or Gulele. Yeah. I think Georgia plus three is probably the play there. I just, that's one of those. I just don't have a great feeling on. And I, I kind of, like I said, I'm only giving my locks. So I may sprinkle something on there later this week, but uh, yeah, that's not what I'm looking at. Um, a game I do love, and I, I'm interested to see if you picked it. Um, I love, this is probably my lock of the week. You know what? Screw it. 
to this one is taking you to the moon get on the rocket ship um you're gonna make some big money with texas <laughs> san antonio plus five and a half over illinois <laughs> i knew you were gonna pick that i, I stayed away <laughs> sitowski they have a quarterback named sitowski that had the game of his of his family's life like not not even his yeah, the, he had the his, best game. He had the best day in the history of Sikowski's. Yes, it is a, an all-time Sikowski performance, and not just him. It is, yeah. So he is definitely due for a flub. Um, Illinois did win last week, thirty to twenty-two against Nebraska. Um, but uh, Illinois went two and six last year. Let's not forget. Um, yeah, but they uh, have they have Brett Bielema. Texas, yeah, but Texas, what do you know? What do you know about the uh, San Antonio Roadrunners? I know that they report they they re- returned. They went seven to one last year in the Mountain West. They won the Mountain West. They're in the Mountain West. There's yes. nobody in the Mountain West. They won the Mountain West. They won the Mountain West. They went seven to five. <laughs> Ooh, they beat UNLV, the powerhouse of Las Vegas. Shut up, Adam. Illinois, who did Illinois beat? They beat two teams. A Big last Ten year. school. How many they, Big Ten school do they beat? They probably beat Minnesota. Yeah. So. Uh, They've returned eighty-one percent of their. Offense. Yeah, but look at their branding now. They they put they they ran the the damn ball against Nebraska, and they beat up Nebraska. And Nebraska's mo is running the ball on defense. Illinois smack beat them at their own game. Yeah, so that's my lock of the week. Take it to the moon. <laughs> All right, uh, my next game is Duke versus Charlotte. Um, uh, I that, picked Duke Duke minus six. I forget why, because Chase Bryce left. So maybe I should have went with Charlotte. But I, I, I just like to Duke stay away from Charlotte. games where the favorite Duke Duke, Duke is going to outscore them. And just by sheer will of being in the ACC, they'll beat Charlotte. Yeah, but if it was six. any other ACC school, they would be favored by like 21 points. Yes, Duke always gets screwed. But after, last year, I was a little nervous when Notre Dame played Duke when they had Chase Bryce. Turned out not to matter, but Charlotte is no Notre Dame. So uh, anyways, first week Duke, Duke's got to start off hot. Otherwise their season's over. Like they're just, they won't have any uh, confidence the rest of the year. So Duke minus six, there's my logic on that one. Yeah. And one, one thing I want to point out, I, I saw Duke's returning a lot of their starters, but if you're returning a lot of starters that did you no good last year, I don't think that, I don't think that's a positive statistic. No, it is. It's momentum. It's positive momentum. No, no. Some, sometimes people have peaked. <laughs> if they're still a starter, that's a problem. Um, so my my next pick that uh, this is kind of what you would call a uh, it's it's not what I like to refer to as a mega dog, which is where you're a 28 plus point underdog. But uh, this is kind of a, an upset alert. I have the Spartans of San Jose State plus 14 at USC. Oh, I picked it, too. And I have a, I have a fun fact. <laughs> Um, do, you know, do you know what my fun fact is? I just know I just know USC likes to play. They play a three-three-five base defense, and that against a very run-happy San Jose State. Um, I think fourteen points is a lot of points to win by when this game is going to be uh, is going to be drawn out and drawn out as in the clock's going to be ticking. How do so, you know that they're run-heavy? Uh, just looking at their production from last year, they they skew more run than anything. Okay, well, their last game, they won 45-14, to and their quarterback, Nick Starkle, threw for uh, 394 and four touchdowns, and it wasn't just one receiver catching the ball. All four touchdowns were by a different person, so they spread the ball around. They like to share the wealth. Uh, USC's down. San Jose State's up. Uh, the fun fact, Nick Starkle, this is his fifth year, third team. 
He started his career off as a spry 18 year old at Texas A&M, and he's finishing as a 23 year old by the time this season over. This by the time this season is over, Nick Starkle will be 24. So with all that uh, senior leadership and veteran uh, toughness, with all the games that he's played, if there was ever a time, Nick Starkle State would be USC. It's this week. Did you pick him out right? No, no, no. I, I took him plus 14. Yeah, plus 14 is like, that's a steal. And like, nobody's talking about that. But San Jose State, like, they're going to get up for this. This is like, they're going to beat the big boys. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't think, Trojans. I think what else could you want? USC is going to win, but San Jose State with Nick Starkle. And I, I didn't know that they had uh, a run in Cincinnati that he, you said. So with those two things, they'll keep they, the score. They, they'll they they'll, they'll control the clock. And, and, they'll control the and, clock. They'll keep it within 10. So three, this whole game, they'll just be hanging around, hanging around. If USC comes around. out in a 3-3-5, three, three, there's going to be lots of lanes where you can squeak out a big run. Yeah, and that also makes it easier for Nick Starkle to hit the 20-yard, 15-yard slants. Yeah, I like I like it on paper, the matchup. Now, whether or not USC... I also love that. Out, my, key, the, the, the thing is, this could go horribly wrong, and USC wins by 30 because they just are have more athletes on, on defense or something they can't. And low-key, the San Jose Spartans, uh, sick-ass name and their uniform combo for uh, a a small team in California, San Jose. Yeah, and I know. Fun. fun, fun, You always, like, pause on them on TV, and then you look at the score, and they're usually down by 35. And then you you click off, but you're like, look at the jersey. Is this team interesting? No, they're not. And then you change it. But this year, this game, interesting. Yeah, Okay, so I, I've got two picks left. I know you had a larger slate of games that you liked. Oh, I have so many more, yeah. So why don't you run through, and then I'll just kind of jump in. If okay, so I picked Nebraska minus 40 and a half over Fordham. They just got embarrassed by Illinois. Fordham barely has college football. They Nebraska thinks they're awesome. This is their only game that they can show out and get that point differential up. So I think they're going to just try to win 56-0. to so they're going to go balls out. Taylor Martinez also, as that's, or is his name Taylor or Austin? I don't know which, I don't know which Adrian, I don't know which Martinez is playing quarterback for no Nebraska idea. right now because they used to have a Martinez a long time, like, like eight years ago. Now they have another Martinez. I think it's Adrian Martinez. He's got wheels. Very impressive. <laughs> He's going to have big plays. They're going to be in the uh, red zone a lot. I just think they're going to, they're, they're going to crush it. Like 40, 40 and a half is a lot to give up, especially when you just got shellacked by uh, yeah. a bad Illinois team, but this is, they're going to take their um, losses out on uh, Fordham. So yeah. it sucks to be Fordham football, but uh, you no, know, yeah. I don't like it. That I, I, excuse me. I don't not like that one. That one sounds like it's got potential, but uh yeah, I would the, the the plus forty though is a, is a pretty big number for Fordham to have to choke up. So, yeah, but they they barely have football. Yeah, uh, my next pick is uh, Marshall minus two and a half over Navy. They have a solid defense that's uh, coming back, so they are not. Is that at Navy? Full. Is that is that Navy or is that? At I don't Marshall? know, but aren't they both in uh, Virginia? West Virginia is Marshall. Is anyway, it's a local rivalry, regional rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Marshall minus two and a half. I, the midshipmen. Their, their are, defense are is coming hard. back, and Marshall. I, I don't like betting against offense. the midshipmen. They can cause too many problems. No, but their defense. They have a senior. They have a upperclassman led defense that won't get fooled. By I'm curious, often. and I don't have a way to look this up, but I wonder what Navy is in, in opening week games because. That's didn't they hard. were they the one who opened up last year and lost by like 45 because they didn't have any practices? Uh, maybe who knows? 
they're just such a wild card every year. Sometimes they're pretty decent and other times they're awful. So, okay. And then I have a, a pretty big one here. Um, I think it's a popular pick this week or this weekend. Uh, Louisiana versus Texas. Louisiana is plus eight and a half. I'm taking Louisiana. Last year, they beat a better team on the road at Iowa State. Very, it was either week one or week two. They came in uh, and they beat Iowa State. Iowa State, Iowa State was ranked like 24th. They have this uh, pro-style quarterback, Brock Purdy, who's supposed to be awesome. They had a couple fluke plays. They had two punt returns, but they wound up beating uh, Iowa State by like 10 points. Mm-hmm. Texas, the only reason why that number isn't bigger is because Texas always is a, a popular team. They're not back. They're starting a new quarterback. Uh, Sam Ellinger can even make Texas relevant. Yeah, I don't. I I, I that's when I I must have glossed over. But yeah, I don't. Uh, but yeah, I like the raging cage. I'm not plus a eight and half. fan. Like, I think Louisiana not, plus eight and a half. Lafayette doesn't even have to lot. win. They just have to keep it close. I think they'll, they'll keep it close. They'll and they'll they'll be about down about three points the whole game in the fourth quarter. Louisiana might pull it off. They have two solid running backs too. So it's just, it sets up for an upset and um, yeah, I just, I don't believe in Texas. So Louisiana cover. Yeah. Sounds like a winner to me. Um, My next pick um, I do have, um, this is one that I, I am very confident in the money line. The spread was a little rich for me, but uh, we've got Oregon state heading into West Lafayette uh, going to Purdue. I've got the money line at, I got it actually earlier this week at minus 200. It's currently at 250. So that probably what I'm taking at minus 250. Um, but uh, Jeff Brom has the Boilermakers um, on the right track. And I think this is a, a statement year. Um, I can't for, believe you're taking Purdue. Yeah. Not, not, well, the spread 17. You didn't like that, did you? I No, I did not like the spread. <laughs> but the money line, the, I can't see Purdue losing an opener on at home with so is that Jeff Brom having everybody buying a, in. This is a sprinkle the money line parlay. Like this is a game that you attack on to something else. Yeah, this I threw this in as part of a parlay. But I, I also, I bet it solo. But yeah, this is mostly just a, one that I, I don't see any scenario where this doesn't play out. Uh, NC State is dominating South Florida. The spread's 19 and a half uh, at kickoff. They're up 17, nothing with four minutes to go in the first half. So, and they just, they're on the right side of the 50 now. Um, So, okay. So let's see. Picked it, picked it, picked it, picked it, (laughs) (laughs) picked it, picked it. Oh, now uh, life's too short to bet the over. That's the, this is the life's too short. Life's too short to bet the over game of the week. Texas Tech versus Houston. Dana Holkerson airs it out, throws it uh, 60 times a game. Texas Tech, doesn't matter who the coach is, who the quarterback is, who the receivers are. They Always are, take the over. Yeah, they are taking it no matter what it is, especially this game. Houston is trying to recover from Derek, Derek King quitting on them and transferring to Miami. So I think they've ride the ship. Both teams are going to score. The spread was like minus two. I have no idea. There's, I have no idea because they're, they're, it's like a basketball game. They go back and forth, up and down. It's like a track meet. There's so much movement. Hopefully, I'm not talking so fast. You can't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's one of those where a ten point lead it, it actually means nothing by the end of the like ten points with with time on the clock is not enough. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but both teams are going uh, balls to the wall. You might see a receiver get 15 receptions. So hopefully that translates into points. 65 seems really low for these two teams, but it is the first week. But I, I, 
I, I would not be shocked if there's 80 points scored in this game. So that's the fun one. Watch it, mark it down, figure out what time the game is, uh, lock it in a Texas tech Houston over. That's one I'm definitely betting. Yeah. And what, what do you have, um, as way in the way of picks that are remaining, I've got one more. So maybe I, I, I should have probably I saved my, my Texas San Antonio game for last. Cause that was, I was just so excited. I had to get it out, but I do have, I have one more. I have two um, more. So let me say yeah, mine, my extra one that you, you definitely didn't look at. Uh, <laughs> South Alabama is always interesting to me. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's like their newer stadium or the look of their uniforms, like the Eagle on the logo. Cause it almost looks like team USA, but they have momentum going from a nowhere conference. I, I don't know if it's Southland or what it is. Southland might be one double a, but they have momentum. Then they were sneaky good last year at home. Uh, USA is minus one. So it's basically a pick them against Southern Miss. So- Southern Miss has no momentum in the program. Brett Favre isn't walking through those doors and neither is that one dude. Um, Brandon Allen, I think was Brandon Allen. I think Brandon Allen was the quarterback who's a backup in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, subbed in for Jared Goff. Um, just, now. just so you know, the conference that South Alabama plays in is the Sun Belt. Okay. Yes. So they're making noise in the Sun Belt. They need to beat Southern Miss. I like that. And a pick them. <laughs> that might be just one you add, uh, like AKA oh, the mountain uh, West of the South whatever <laughs> they're the mac they're actually what? they're the mac of the south i, I whatever they're, they're the uh yeah i don't know I, i'm calling it now we're getting a uh san jose state versus south alabama bowl game this year maybe it'll be the arizona bowl um so yeah i just threw that in there i like usa so if i get a it depends on how my night's going because that's I think that's like a later game. I think it's like eight o'clock because I kind of wrote these games in order. So my last game is LSU versus UCLA. What's yours? Uh, it's actually Nevada Cal. Um, your game's got more uh, pizzazz to it. So I'll just give my pick. I've got Nevada plus three and a half at Cal. Cal is uh, very unimpressive to me. And Nevada has Nevada likes to run the ball. And I'm a fan of teams that run the ball that are underdogs because if they can get a lead and kind of run out, the, they, if they can control time of possession, that's in their favor. And I feel like if they can play to their strengths, get, getting points is always a favorite when you're on the road. If you're on the road and you're underdog and you can run the ball, I, I'm always attracted to that. Yeah, um, Joe Milton looks really good against the Bowling Green defense. If only Michigan played in the MAC, he'd still be at Michigan. Um, yeah. Wait, Mbappe ruled out of World Cup qualifiers. Why? I don't know, but anyway, unless, unless you got yourself a footy pick, get that soccer crap out of here. Okay, so um, I don't know how you don't. I don't. I haven't picked a lock of the week. How have you not picked the lock of the week? I mean, it's got. Didn't you pick Utsa over Illinois? I mean, come on, it's got to be Utsa. <laughs> No, Actually, I want, no, San Jose State's your lock. Come on. Put it out there. San Jose State money line. No, Texas Tech versus Houston over. Okay. Yeah, that's a good so, one. That's a no-brainer. That's my no-brainer pick of the week. So my final game that I like a lot, and I don't know. UCLA is plus three. That's crazy. LSU versus UCLA. 
I have UCLA plus three and then uh, separately sprinkled over at 65 and a half as a Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly is in this game. He's wearing the visor. He doesn't bring the visor out unless he knows he's rocking a good team. So UCLA, he's finally got it rolling. LSU, very overrated. They sucked last year. They're not going to be any better this year. They don't have a quarterback. Edward Ogeron kind of was a one-trick pony there. Yeah, with, uh, you've got Joe Burrow. So UCLA plus three and then sprinkle the over 65 and a half. It seems a little high, but uh, so I'm not combining them as a single team parlay, but I like UCLA and then sprinkle uh, sprinkle a little bit of a, a little bit of your leftover change there on the 65 and a half total over. All right. Well, I, that's that's all the picks we had. Um, and like I like to I'm, I am going to switch my lock of the week, my lock of the week, stone cold lock of the week. I uh, don't really have a name for it yet. But lock of the week, San Jose State and uh, the Nick Starkle uh, uh, tour to cover against USC. That seems really obvious. Okay. Lock it in. Um, I believe we should be able to record another episode before. Um, let's uh, tentatively, we'll have the next episode up next Wednesday before the NFL season starts. So. All right, is we this are. a college show or are we doing NFL picks too? Uh, we'll do both. Why not? Okay, if we do it Wednesday, we can just do. I, maybe we just do a futures only. Futures only. Yeah, the futures picks. I got lots of futures picks. Okay. For the NFL, I got like four. Yeah, we can stick it to college football. That's fine. It is what it is. It doesn't matter. We got picks. We'll make you money, or we'll entertain you. We'll pick one of the two, and we can't guarantee which it's going to be each week. But, uh, um, Adam, where can people find more of you if they want to find more of you? Uh, my Twitter handle is isubone05, and I am on Twitter at RGN Dennis. This has been the inaugural pilot episode of the Unofficial Sportsbook Podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, we appreciate your support. Make some money. <laughs>